Today on the newscast, the UN is at it again with six new anti-Israel resolutions passed on December 9th, including a demand that Israel withdraw from the strategic Golan Heights. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We told you last week on our December 3rd newscast that the UN General Assembly recently passed three anti-Israel resolutions, including one that denies any Judeo-Christian link to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, referring to the site only by its Muslim name, Al-Haram Al-Sharif. Now, you can check that out here in our archives. Again, that was December 3rd. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell to get alerts every time a new video is posted. Apparently, the UN was just getting warmed up with those resolutions last week, folks, because now the UN General Assembly has passed six more outrageous resolutions against Israel that completely demonize the world's one and only Jewish state. The resolutions, which were passed overwhelmingly yesterday, Thursday, December 9th, center on the so-called right of return of Palestinian refugees, Israel's supposed human rights violations, and Israel's alleged occupation of the Golan Heights and the eastern half of Jerusalem. Hillel Neuer, who's the executive director of a great organization called UN Watch, you can check them out at unwatch.org, summed up the madness saying, quote, this latest torrent of one-sided resolutions continues the UN's unrelenting assault on Israel. He went on to say that the farce at the General Assembly underscores a simple fact. The UN's automatic majority has no interest in truly helping Palestinians nor in protecting anyone's human rights. The goal of these ritual one-sided condemnations is to scapegoat Israel. The UN's disproportionate assault against the Jewish state, said Neuer, undermines the institutional credibility of what is supposed to be an impartial international body. Hey, I couldn't have said it better myself. Now, the resolutions on Palestinian refugees and the one accusing Israel of violating Palestinian human rights are absolutely egregious. Folks, you can read them all line by line at the UN website. And while you're there, you can see who voted yes, who voted no, and who abstained on these resolutions, which again, passed by large margins. By the way, if you were expecting Europe to step up and defend Israel, you will be sorely disappointed. To abstain from a vote on issues that are so clear and allow these resolutions to pass is, to me, almost as bad as voting no. And it shows a complete lack of moral courage and moral clarity. Now, I want to focus today in particular on two of these six new resolutions which center on the Golan Heights. One of them, quote, reaffirms that Israeli settlements in the occupied Palestinian territory, including East Jerusalem, and in the occupied Syrian Golan are illegal and an obstacle to peace and economic and social development. So what the UN is saying is that Jews living in Jerusalem, where their ancestors lived 3,000 years ago, and in the Golan, where Jews lived over 2,000 years ago at least, are illegal occupiers. Interesting. But the next resolution on the Golan was even worse. It essentially calls for Israel to 
withdraw from the Golan Heights altogether and hand it back to Syria. Folks, this is madness. At a time when Iran and Hezbollah are attempting to establish a foothold on the Golan, the UN is demanding that Israel hand back this strategic mountainous region to Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad, who would like nothing better than to see Israel disappear. Now, the UN resolution labels Israeli communities in the Golan as, quote, a flagrant violation of international law and accuses Israel of changing the physical character of the region and imposing Israeli citizenship on Arab citizens there. No condemnation, though, by the UN of, say, the Assad regime or Iran. Sadly, this is no surprise. Since its inception in 1958, the UN has passed more resolutions against Israel than any other nation, more than China, Cuba, Iran, and North Korea. The book of Isaiah says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Folks, we are there today. Thankfully, the Israeli government said recently that it wants to build up the Golan and have more Israeli families live there, so the UN will be sorely disappointed. If you're wondering why the Golan is so important for Israel, I spent time there a little while back with Israeli Knesset member and longtime Israeli official Zaki Hanegbi, and he broke it down for us from the Golan Heights. Take a look. It's a mountainous region, the Golan. It borders Syria, one of the most chaotic places on earth. But when you have the Golan from a security perspective, it seems that you have the high ground, right? You think of the 1967-1973 battles that were fought up here between Israel and Syria. Uh, controlling the Golan just seems like a strategic benefit for Israel. Yes, it's a necessity. It's a crucial strategic advantage over enemies that are still uh, we share our demise. And you mentioned the 1973 war, uh, the Yom Kippur War. 177 Israeli tanks were able to uh, challenge 1,500 Syrian uh, tanks and were able to hold them for several days till we brought all our army in and, uh, and won yeah. this war. And this is only because of the the geography, the to topography, and of course, the Israeli spirit. You know, yeah. they say in the Bible, uh, Prophet Jeremiah quoted the Lord saying that uh, out of the north, an evil shall break forth uh, upon all the inhabitants yeah. of the land. And this is not only a virtual prophecy, this is yeah. our strategic reality. The enemies that wish our disappearance will come from the north. So we have to stay here, hold on to this land and make sure that if it happens, if we won't be able to deter them, yeah. we'll be able to win over them. The threat will come from the north. I believe that is both geopolitically and prophetically correct. Folks with the UN and the nations of the world continuing to target Israel, a great way to stand with and bless Israel is to support Israeli small businesses. That's one reason why we're partnering here at the newscast with Artsa. Artsa is a unique quarterly subscription box that features amazing products from a different city or region from Israel, all made in Israel by Israeli small businesses. It's like bringing a little piece of the Holy Land to your doorstep, and it's the perfect gift for the Israel lover in your life. Arts is now featuring a special Christmas box with eight incredible products from 
Bethlehem, Nazareth, Galilee, and Jerusalem. And hey, the holidays are here, so an Arts of Box subscription is a great gift for anyone in your life who loves God's land and wants to fulfill the biblical mandate to bless Israel. Just go to artsabox.com and use the discount code WATCHMAN18 to get an 18% discount off your Arts of Box subscription. Hey, it's a good deal and a great product that we believe in, so we hope you enjoy it. Thanks for joining us today here on the Watchman Newscast. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.